Hey everybody, it's Eduardo Jackson, CEO, creator, founder of the Cinema Draft Game. Uh, <laughs> I'm playing Hurt today. <laughs> we had guests. Um, we have actually, we have an exciting lineup of guests um, for the next uh, month and a half of Wednesdays, but uh, due to an illness in their household, which I'm firmly placing on their child. Yes, I'm talking about you, G-Nice. I'm talking about your, your daughter. As adorable as she is, we are both sick. Uh, that's what I get for hugging and kissing on babies, damn it. Um, but I, uh, but we uh, decided to scrap the, the podcast, or at least our normal uh, recording. Uh, the Tripod will be back um, probably in a couple weeks. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. And, and uh, yeah, I've, I've tried to be on the ball a little bit. I'm excited about some of these guests we have coming up. Over the next month and a half, going to try to pull effort in, try to get some people, some new and fresh voices onto the podcast, the weekly for you. But since I am sick, um, try to keep this short uh, and do just the shot list and take a look at some strategies going into the game this weekend, because um, pretty much I'm sure I can't hold out or stay up for very much longer anyway. So here we go. Let's dive into this week's uh, this week's call sheet. So quickest way to clear out your, your, your call sheet is go to the call sheets button. It'll show all your active call sheets. <clears throat> you click to view expired to see your previously played call sheets. We're gonna start at the background talent. I'm gonna clear that out. Let's delete it. And we'll start from scratch. Uh, let's take a quick overview. Um, since we have the advantage of the, the grid, the spreadsheet, of which I base all of our talent values, we'll take a quick look at it, give a nice little overview. Uh, some movies I'm kind of interested in this week are Gifted. I'm currently listed on 50 screens, uh, which sounds about accurate. Uh, it's got a little star power. It's got Chris Evans. Uh, uh, he of Captain America and the Marvel Cinematic Universe <clears throat> uh, and Jenny Slate. I believe that's the set in which they met and fell in love, started dating, whatever. Now I think they're broken up, you know, some little Hollywood side gossip, but um, but get, I'm interested in Gifted. Uh, I, that's actually what we want to see. Um, it's about a little girl who has, it's kind of like Good Will Hunting in the Little Girl, so it's kind of interesting. Uh, going in style, I think, is going to flop. I'm just not very enthusiastic about that. But it's going to be on 3,000 screens. I think I think I kind of covered this on the weekend preview the other day that, uh, uh, I mean, stars like like uh, three or four uh, older gentlemen, legends of the, of the stage and screen, Morgan Freeman, Michael Caine, Alan Arkin. And, then, and while, yes, we do need programming for all demographics, uh, generally when it comes to the older set, uh, they don't, tend to bum rush the theater the opening weekend. So I'm not sure it's gonna do that well in this opening weekend. Um, the Case for Christ, man, I can't call this one. Uh, it's gonna be on about 1200 screens. I'm, 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 in, I'm intrigued. I think it's got uh, potential, especially with Easter coming up. Uh, I've seen in the past, I've been doing this game now for about you know two years. One year with the spreadsheet <clears throat> only, and then you know for the last, uh, six or seven months. Oh, wow. Actually, time flies see, since 
last uh, October, really. So about six, yeah, last six or seven months with the this wonderful cinema cinema draft site we've been working on, and. I got to tell you, some of these, you know, that's the reason why it's priced up. It's at 11700 because, you know, a lot of these faith-based films, especially around Easter time, really overperform. So, um, man, I, I really would like to see – I don't know if Box Office Pro has its uh, projection up yet. Let's see. Yeah, they, they tend to come out, like, Wednesday afternoons. Wednesday afternoon. Not it's not up yet, so but it'll be very interesting to see what it says. Uh, one new place I've <clears throat> I've found uh, movie phone movie no where what is it? Um, I bookmarked it. This is gonna be very nope. I don't want to do that. It's gonna mess up my stuff. Um, one new site I found, and I tried to bookmark. Let's see. Yeah, you're seeing how the sausage is made right now. Really interesting. Here we go. Movieinsider.com. They seem to they seem to be a bit in the prediction business. I reached out to them. Haven't heard back from them yet. It happens. <laughs> I reached out to a lot of people about this game. They don't return. They don't return my calls yet. But one day they will. One day they will. Anyways, um, they there's also another source of information for uh, <clears throat> for some releases, for some of their estimates. Case for Christ, see, they say it's going to be in about 1,200 screens, although uh, Box Office Mojo says it's going to be in 1,100. Uh, I'm going to give these guys the benefit of the doubt. Let's, let's just say 1,200. Uh, and what else? They, and they also do some prognostication, I do believe, um, they have their own. They have their own uh, little game. I believe it's like uh, I, I believe it's like a like a guess the grosses game, which seems <laughs> very difficult. We actually the the origin story of of uh, Cinema Draft goes all the way back to when I was uh, working uh, when I was at WBW, working black writer in Hollywood, and my management and I. Uh, Mission Underground Entertainment, Mission Underground Management, Trevor Engelson and Nick Osborne, whatever. Uh, we would uh, email a game where we try to guess, where we, we would try to guess the grosses of the movies coming out, <clears throat> and um, and the and the person who got closest would win points, or whatever. And it was really kind of rudimentary; it wasn't nearly as involved as we have right now. But um, I enjoyed it. It was, it's a it was it was a fun little game. We played it for a while. And Nick, I think I owe you money. My bad, call it your boy. I can pay you with interest now. <laughs> yeah, so this this gives you an overview of what's going on this weekend. Um, now playing, I think they also this week's releases. Yes, they also can give you a little bit like what's popular, most anticipated. Yeah, well, it's just another resource. I'm not exactly sure what to do with it yet, except it's another place to get some idea, get an idea of what's coming out during the week. Um, and also how many screens can be on. So, so Queen of the Desert. This is this is actually where I got an idea where, <clears throat> that it's going to be coming out um, not on a ton of screens. It looks like it's just doing this weird like you know small release in theaters and then going straight to video on demand. Not exactly sure the business model is there, how successful it is, but it's an, it looks like it's an IFC film. Uh, Nicole Kidman. That's I mean it looks attractive. I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued. Anyways. 
Uh, I don't know if it's going to really do much business. That's why I guesstimated about 10 screens. It seems like it's going to be a really small release, and then it's going straight to VOD, video on demand. Ghost in the Shell, you see we've dropped uh, its price significantly. And if, it's, if it opened $19 million last week, it's, it's really going to drop this next weekend. I actually, if were I not sick, damn it, I would be in a car right now on the way to go see Ghost in the Shell in D-Box. I'm really upset. Um, hopefully, I can get my act together to go see it tomorrow morning. <laughs> Now, I'm on heavy drugs right now and sounding like the Crypt Keeper. Boss Baby, um, with if with the anticipated 50% drop, should be about $25 million. I'll keep my eye on that. We might want to get some exposure to it. But the movie, I think, is really going to perform this weekend is Smurfs, The Lost Village. It's a great piece of... IP, as they say, intellectual property. Um, I remember the Smurfs when I was a kid. I used to love the Smurfs when I was a kid. Um, and now... You know, my peers have grown up and have had kids, like G-Nice, <laughs> and uh, they're going to take their kids to see it. I think Smurfs, The Lost Village, is going to be the leader this weekend. You're probably going to want to headliner stack this sucker. So let's go make a call sheet on the fly, all right? Let's make a call sheet on the fly. Oh, and also, one look out, uh, Beauty and the Beast still might be in the mix, but and actually, according to Ring Balls, our are you know uh very you know fun little group chat and a, an easy way to find our group chat you know you know we, we need we need some fresh blood in there is is go to our facebook you know facebook.com slash cinema draft there we go go to our facebook yes go to our notes section Where's our notes? Here we go. See our notes, and then oh, where did? Yeah, here we go. Group, group, join our group chat, and just click the link, and it'll take you to. Or sorry, click this link, and it'll take you to our group chat, where you know we have all men. Then you know you have to join the group. Blah blah. Whatever. Anyways, uh, and then you can you know see some of the people already in there. We've you know we ring balls. You know the Roan, Jay Devlin. Your boy Eduardo Jackson, and yes, the power couple of uh, Jay uh, Bird and Kelly in the in the flesh. They're they tend to frequent the or, or well uh, at least Jay Bird tends to frequent the group chat. So join our group chat, take a look, enjoy. We'll be talking about a lot of good stuff. So, anyways, uh, that's that's where you join a group chat uh, and. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm so sick, I'm losing it. <laughs> so like I said, we're going we're to keep this a little of a shorter one. We're going to construct a call sheet on the fly. I may use this, I may not. Uh, these are, um, uh, the, these are, as uh, an old boss man would say, some, some, uh, some uh, thought starters, as she would say. Kind of like the idea. These are thought starters for your own call sheet. So we're going to enter the background, background talent. Sorry, I had to take a sip of my emergency. Let's grab the call sheet, y'all. Okay, so I think we sort by salary. Smurfs will be the most expensive. I think Smurfs has the most, as they say, upside. So let's do a headliner stack of Smurfs, all right? So now we're almost 40 grand whole, 37,400 37, eaten up. Boss Baby, second week of Boss Baby. 
Uh, they did 50 million last week. Expect Smurfs to kind of cannibalize some of its audience. I think it's gonna. I don't, I'm not sure I can justify spending 17,000 on it. Now, Ring Balls. Oh, and the reason why I brought up group chat was Ring Balls did say. Sorry, a little scattered as I get through this. Um, Ring Balls did mention that Beauty and the Beasts is is reissuing. Well, it's already out, but they're issuing also sing-along screens. So I think that will all count towards the Beauty and the Beast, you know, overall growth. So if so, if you're trying to rejuvenate the box office for Beauty and the Beast, you could see a slight uptick in traffic. Oh man, I'm I'm intrigued. Actually, let's take a look at what really earned us money last week, which is Zookeeper's Wife. Look at Zookeeper. Zookeeper, I believe, is expanding this week. Let's see if this is, if the system has, has caught it. Yes, it has caught it. So it's going to be on 806 screens. It is far and away the leader in limited release. Now, ironically, although it's expanding its screens, I've actually dropped the price because going to limited, you're going to get you know less points um, at a, at you know on in the limited release category with Zookeeper's Wife. Now, now take for example, if so, we did 3.3 million last. Week on 5,400, uh, sorry, 541 screens. It's about 6,000 uh, per screen average, per se, right? Let's say it drops down to 4,500 per screen, all right? And it's now going out to 806 screens. You're still looking at 3.6 million, but instead of getting 36 uh, draft, uh, sorry, cinema draft points, you're now only going to get. Three, let's see, 3.62 times two. You're only going to get about 7.24 points in limited release because you're getting one point per 500,000 in limited release. So that drastically changes your strategy now. Now, as a limited release, this is probably the only one I really want this week. Um, well, actually, you know what? That's not true. The case for Christ is actually going to is is probably <clears throat> the main one I want. But you never know. Some of these, I don't. I might. I think I want some exposure. I think we're going to do. God, Jessica Chastain, beautiful, talented. Uh, I really think she should have been nominated for an Oscar for Miss Sloan. Very, very much slept on last year. One, well, probably the greatest performance I saw last year. Um, so, whoa, whoa, interesting. I didn't. I'm sorry, it's a, a little cultural cul-de-sac. It wouldn't be a weekly pod without a cultural cul-de-sac. Look at who's on Zookeeper's Wife, Michael. Um, McL Hatton. I'm, not, I'm sure I said that wrong. It's it's Roos Bolton. Wow, how exciting! Roos Bolton from <clears throat> I was gonna say House of Cards. No, from Game of Thrones, of which y'all know that I just rewatched the entire series. Wow, I never knew what, the, what that actor's name was, but it's Michael McL McL Hatton McElton something. Interesting. Oh my gosh, yeah, Roos Bolton got got by his own son. Crazy, his own. Bastard son. Yes, I miss those those crazy kids. They are coming back July 16th. Hashtag cultural cul-de-sac. Um, hmm, Get out still did some money last weekend. I don't know. So if I'm so I'm I'm rethinking this. I might I might we might revisit Zookeeper's wife. It might not be the play this week, but definitely I want exposure to the case for Christ. Oh come on. Duh. Really? Hold on. So sometimes, so when this happens, I'm glad you guys have seen this in the flesh. When this happens, you just want to refresh your browser, refresh it, and then do a search. 
There we go. So, because since our game is browser based and we and it's got some cache issues or problems, if you have this open in other browser tabs or on other devices, sometimes the browser isn't you know totally responsive. So it's simple case of either refreshing your browser or just logging out, logging back in. I know it's a pain in the butt. Uh, we're we're working on it. We did pick up an intern. Um, everyone say hi, Lewis from, from UCLA. Hi, Lewis. Um, uh, he may be working with us on that, um, and so hopefully we'll get that resolved in the upcoming weeks. So case for Christ, I'm definitely headliner stacking this. Um, I think it's – I guess what are some comps that we can look at in the past for this type of stuff? Um, well, uh, no, Passion of the Christ is too far because uh, they had – I mean, these faith-based films do pop up from time to time, even in non-Easter season. But, you know, actually, let's look at let's look at last year. So last year, God's Not Dead. That's a per from the same releasing uh, distributor, Pure Flix. God's Not Dead 2. How did that do? That was on 2,400 screens. It's a little bit of wide release. So overall, 20 million domestic gross on its uh, weekend. Let's see. It did 7.6 million on 2,400 screens. Uh, April 8th to 10th, I guess, would be the closer comp. Um, 4.2 million on... 2300 screens so mm, so averaged about 3000 per screen out the gate so if you want to do a comparable and also by the way this is also a good you know way to use you know box house mojo it is probably our best um uh, resource here that's, par that's partially why we source you know all of our stuff from box house mojo they've done a really cool job of organizing stuff in a fairly intuitive manner to get information, so so let's say three thousand seventeen hundred. Let, let's just let's be honest, let's say it's going to get three thousand per screen. And it's going to be on twelve hundred screens. You're looking at three point six million, which we know would be seven point two four points. So maybe we're not going nuts with the case for Christ, but um, hmm. we need to fill slots. You could do worse. I think we're okay headliner stacking it for now. Um, Let's take a look at Beauty and the Beast. Do we have, we have a 30 grand left, which actually is going to put a crimp on our choices. So actually, let's take let's take off Erica Christensen, she of traffic fame. She was uh, Michael Douglas's daughter. Great performance. Uh, let's take them off. And let's headliner stack Beauty and the Beast. Let's just see what happens. And now we're rapidly out of money. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, hmm. <laughs> You know what? Because if we do another, if we do another Smurfs, we're kind of screwed budget-wise. Um, let's see what we've got going on in the low end. Um, there we go. So mine, Queen of the Desert, Suspect X, which did decent last week. Take a look at some of these. Uh, oh, actually, let's go back. Let's take a look at one of these actors from there. I believe it got us. Well, you know, never mind. It's not that big a deal. Um, man, I'm a quandary. Uh, I, I, and actually, to be honest with you, I really had no idea what my strategy was going to be last week. I kind of lucked it up in, into something. I was, uh, I was at a restaurant um, in Beverly Hills, just kind of working and transferring stuff out on the fly. And I just kind of, you know, honed in on Zookeeper's wife and a little bit playing a little bit off of ring balls in the group chat. He, he was very excited to stack 
zookeeper's wife and that that's when the kind of strategy hit me i really am kind of at a loss of what's going to dominate this this weekend i mean i think it's going to be smurfs but i think getting three smurfs is going to be bad for business i don't i think we, we can make up ground elsewhere um with that third smurfs actor so i'm trying to so so i'm trying to figure out if we're doing star somewhat stars and scrubs what on the low end is going to get us uh some value and i think I th and, you know, and I'm over T2 train spotting. We're over train spotting. That we'll leave that up to Jay Devlin <laughs> and his obsession. You know what? You know what? I think I think for a platform release, Gifted is gonna is gonna do all right. I think it's a it's a beautiful trailer. I'm intrigued. Let's definitely headliner stack the hell out of this. And now we are over budget. Let's get rid of Beating the Beast. Okay, so now we've got 30,000 30, left for four slots. That's roughly 7,500 each. Oh, man, this is this is rough, y'all. This is rough. Um, I don't know. Let's do uh, what's in the 7,000 zone. Um, I'm thinking... Lego Batman. Now, you know what? Actually, Get Out is still doing well. Look at. Let's take a look at... Um, Let's let's take a look at uh, last weekend. Last weekend, Get Out did, I believe, yes. So seventh of the box office, five point six million on eighteen hundred forty four screens. It's it, it probably will shed some more screens this week, but it's still probably going to be about fifteen hundred, you know, fourteen hundred or more. I mean, going on on per average. Uh, sorry, it's going on 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 average. Uh, on, uh, God, I cannot speak. Uh, I hate when I'm sick. I'm useless. Uh, going on on a uh, you know the average you know dollar per screen count three thousand. It's not the worst thing in the world. Power Rangers is still performing. Um, it's still on. Could be a wide release. Though. It's still too wide for its own good. Um, Ghost in the Shell. It's not going to give us what we want. Man, where is the value this week, everybody? Where is the value? Um, hmm. You know what? I think let's try this. I think we're still need some exposure to Boss Baby. That might be the play. Um, let's get rid of Zookeeper's one. I'm beginning to think: Is the case for Christ a trap? Because if we think it's only going to do about 3,000 per screen, it's going to give us the same amount of points as Zookeeper's Wife. So, oh man, but I hate not having exposure to it because if this thing goes bonkers, which it very well could, I mean, it could do like, it could quietly do like 10 million and then, which would be like 20 points. Oh man, decisions, decisions. Um, we can't do Boss Baby because it's too expensive. We know the power this weekend's going to be at Smurfs. Yeah, I think we have to fade boss baby. So where are where is the value? The value might be Yeah, y'all, I think the value might be in gifted. I think that's where it's at. So let's stock up on gifted. One, two, three. Okay, so all right, so let's do a, a five pack of gifted. Headliner from from Case for Christ, Hillary from Zookeeper's Wife. 
the stack from what's this the the headliner stack from Smurfs. Eleven thousand nine hundred left over. We probably could do another case for Christ. Oh boy, we probably could do. I I, I just don't know going in style is going to do anything though. Not to be ageist at all. I mean, we love to draft mom, you know, and her her people need movies too. <laughs> but um, going in style will that get us like fifteen twenty points? I don't know. Um, Ghost in the Shell. If it did 18 last weekend, it's probably going to be about 9 or 10 this weekend. Especially with the cinema score, too. This is another thing we've, we're learning on the fly. Is cinema scores matter. Um, that And also Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes, cinema scores matter. Um, oh, goodness. Well, Smurfs, Smurfs is going to be critics-proof. I mean, trust me. 33% Rotten Tomatoes does not matter to its audience. I mean, when have you seen a five-year-old, you know, read A.O. Scott? Nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> New York Times. Uh, let's see. Oh, Colossus. That seems interesting. Um, yeah, Ghost in the Shell. Critics didn't really love it. Uh, Beating the Beast was fine. Boss Baby, about even. Hmm. Um, and then, yeah, and then Cinema Score. I believe a B doesn't really... Yeah, a B, I mean, it means it's okay. There are actually, like, formulas out there which Deadline knows and other tracking sites know about, about like, what a cinema score generally translates into the multiple of an opening weekend. Um, you know, we'll, we'll probably look into stuff like that as we scale up and get more resources. But there is there are, like, correlations between a movie cinema score, which is basically what the fans think, and, it's, and the longevity of a movie's box office. Um, but a B, you know, which isn't bad, also isn't great. So I'm not ready to invest, you know, 10, 10 grand onto Ghost in the Shell. But if that's our only, I mean, can can going in style get 11, 12 million? I don't think so, y'all. I'm feeling no buzz, no heat. Um, Logan, what did Logan do last week? Logan seems to be hanging around, huh? Logan did. Six the box office. Interesting. And I fully expected to drop into limited release territory now, too. Hmm. Hmm. Curiouser and curiouser. Well, all right, so let's go by my own logic. So if what what is what's 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 get out doing? I think our play right here might be get out, and we might need to get more of get out. Oh my gosh, get out is pretty cheap. All right, so let's do this. Let's take out some of these. Let's do a headliner stack from Get Out. 600 left over. Okay, that's actually pretty attractive. Hmm. But if Logan is... Right now, Logan is wide, but I'm pretty sure it's going to drop into limited release. If it drops into limited release, will it outperform Get Out? That is the question. Get Out's going to probably shed at least 400 more screens, maybe 500. Logan, but Get Out is looking at Get Out is still outperforming it on a per screen average. How far will Logan drop? I don't know because so I mean they need screens. Smurfs need screens. I think I read somewhere that there's about mm, 42 to 45,000 screens in North America, whatever. Um, and these screens all have to come from somewhere. Right? Well, okay, look at this. So, so, all right, so it looks like 35,000 screens last weekend were out there. Um, 
Did Slamma Jamma ever actually chart? Sorry, quick little side. Slamma. Nope. Wow, that's really bizarre. It might have been a one week non wonder Slamma Jamma. That, that's a very much a case someone in Hollywood had pictures or photos of somebody or owed someone a favor. They got the movie in here. You bastard. I made a release. Now it's going to, you know, we're going to dump it and, and be out. Very strange release pattern for that movie, but anyway, so look, so thirty-five thousand screens out there, thirty-five thousand, forty to forty thousand screens. Something's got to give. They can't all be on. And when you, when you have uh, movies like like Smurfs coming in on thirty-four hundred screens, going in style on three thousand screens, my God, that feels just too wide for that movie. It's crazy. Um, something's got to give. They have someone's got to clear out. So. I would think Logan's going to shed some screens. It's going to be a limited release. That's my estimation. In the game, I think we have it at uh, at eight by eighteen fifty. Get out. Actually, we only think it's going to drop at sixteen hundred to another two hundred or so screens. You know what? Screw it. I think Get Out's got. I think bang for your buck. You want more Get Out than than less. So so I think this is going to be a call sheet I can rock with. So to recap. This is a headliner-heavy call sheet. We've got headliner stack from from Smurfs. We've got uh, Daniel Brühl from Zookeeper's Wife. We've got Mike Vogel from Case for Christ. We've got the headliner stack of, of Slate Nevins from Gifted, plus uh, two more from Gifted, and also the headliner stack from Get Out, Daniel Kaluuya and Allison Williams. This is a solid call sheet. This is probably a top five call sheet, but I still need some more information. Um, generally, when you're when you're preparing your call sheets, you want to uh, take a look at you know uh, Box Office Pro Wednesday afternoon. That's when they kind of put out their their uh, estimations and stuff. So there you have it. Um, that is just the shot list of uh, movies you want, uh, movies and actors you want to avoid. Lego Batman's probably going to be platforms running out of steam. Uh, the Shack is, even at limited, it's just too wide a release for its own good. It's not going to get you what you want. Kong Skull Island seems to have slowed down, I believe, um, last weekend. Last weekend it did uh, $8.5 million, which is not bad, but it's only going to drop like another, say, you know, even if it dropped another thousand screens, it's still going to be a wide release. That's a, another example of a movie being too wide for its own good. Um, is it priced appropriately? Uh, ooh, get a sneeze. Okay, I did see. Ooh, Lord. Actually, I take that back. At eighty nine hundred for a headliner, that's not bad. That's not the worst value in the world. But if it's only going to do about six million, it might be a touch overpriced. So you might want to avoid it. Uh, also, what's going to be on the cutting room floor is life. That's definitely going to be too wide for its own good. It only did about five million last weekend. Yeah, there it is, five million last weekend. Um, and I, I do believe I priced appropriately, but you're still not going to get the points out of it that you want. Yeah, eighty-one hundred is is your headliner for for Gyllenhaal. And I thought, oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, that that seems right. So. So anyway, so that that's what I'm advising to be on the cutting room floor. Uh, you might be able to get some some value out of Power Rangers still going strong. I'm still kind I still kind of want to see it, but um, I don't know. I'm sick, y'all. I can't see what I want to see. It's very annoying. Very annoying. Uh, but thank you all for bearing with me on. 
this horrendously voiced podcast, Just the Shot List. I do apologize for us not having guests this week. Uh, I intend to be better next week and looking forward to having um, new guests next week and also for the next six weeks. Um, once again, tell your friends, tell a friend, cinemadraft.co. That is cinemadraft.co. Follow us on all of our social media and subscribe on iTunes, uh, Google Play, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be out there. Make sure you're up to date on how to play the game or two, our two-minute quick start guide. Join the group chat. We'd love to see you in there. Um, you, know, you now know how to go, how to get there. Go to facebook.com slash cinemadraft. Click on our notes, and it is up in there to join our group chat uh, where you can text or use a computer to type out your thoughts and feelings on what's playing this week. And uh, as always, everyone, between now and the next time we talk or, or listen to the podcast or play the game, go see a movie or something.